a day where emergency services and families from across our area join together in this poignant act of commemoration dedicated to remembering road traffic victims. Pausing to reflect, remember and acknowledge the suffering of all affected victims, families and our communities. Every year being together at this time is always very moving and provides great comfort for those friends and family who have lost loved ones. Treasuring memories and finding the strength to move forward. And by being here today, you will know you are very much not alone. This service is also our opportunity to commend and pay tribute to the dedication of those involved in the devastation which follows a collision, including fire, police, ambulance teams, nurses, doctors and counsellors. Thank you for joining with us today. Thank you, Reverend James and Chief Inspector Spellerberg. So good afternoon and welcome. My name is Dom and I am the lead chaplain for Hampshire Police. This afternoon I want to say to you all that this is a safe place. A place where it's okay to be sad, it's okay to cry. I do hope this service brings you some comfort but should you need to leave for any reason today, please feel free to do so. My job today is to guide us through our remembering. Please join in with the hymns and the prayers in bold type where it says, sit and stand. Feel free to do what is most comfortable for you. If you haven't checked that the name of the person that you have come to remember today is on our list, during our first hymn, please go and see one of our ambulance colleagues at the back of the church, and they will take the name and pass it on to us. So that's enough introductions for this afternoon. Let's pause as we begin. Come together with a common purpose to remember those who have been killed on our roads and those who have been injured in body and mind. As we bring those thoughts to mind, we remember also families and friends. We are all victims of road trauma, for we are all affected and hurt by the annual toll of suffering on our roads. In bringing our remembrance before God, we seek his gift of hope. This is a place where many times in the past, the pain of grief has been gently soothed, where hurting hearts have been healed and made whole again, and where restless thoughts and anxious imaginings have been calmed and stilled and taken away. For here is where God's own people come together in community to dry each other's tears of disappointment, to support those among us who are most unhappy, to mend the hurt and brokenness of those who experience the keenest and the strongest sense of loss. Here then is where hope and strength can be found, in the sincerity of a handshake, in the warmth of a cuddle, in the simplicity of a smile. 
in a silence of shared understanding that needs no words to accompany it. And all of that speaks loudly of the love and all-embracing compassion that comes to earth from heaven itself. So let us pray as we begin this afternoon. Come among us, God, you who cast the planets into space and cradle the sparrow in her nest. Come, God, and meet us here. Come among us, God, you who bless the poor and the broken and stand by the sad and the strong. Come, God, and meet us here. Come among us, God, you who dance in the silence and shine in the darkness. Come, God, and meet us here. We stand to sing our first hymn, Amazing Grace. From Psalm 147, hallelujah, 
It's a good thing to sing praise to our God. Praise is beautiful. Praise is fitting. God's the one who rebuilds Jerusalem, who regathers Israel's scattered exiles. He heals the heartbroken and bandages their wounds. He counts the stars and assigns each a name. Our Lord is great, with limitless strength. We'll never comprehend what he knows and does. God puts the fallen on their feet again and pushes the wicked into the ditch. From chapter 94 of the Quran. Did we not relieve your heart for you, prophet, and remove the burden that weighed so heavily on your back and raise your reputation high? So truly, where there is hardship, there is also ease. Truly, where there is hardship, there is also ease. The moment you are freed of one task, work on and turn to your Lord for everything. And from Buddha, this world is shrouded in darkness. Here, only a few can see their way free. These few birds escape from the net and fly away to the heavens.
The Ship by Charles Brent. I am standing on the seashore. A ship sails in the morning breeze and starts for the ocean. She is an object of beauty, and I stand watching until at last she fades on the horizon and someone at my side says, she's gone. Gone? Gone where? Gone from my sight, that is all. She's just as large in the masts, hull and spars as she was when I saw her, and just as able to bear the load of living freight to its destination. The diminished size, the total loss of sight, is in me, not in her. And just at that moment, when someone at my side says, she is gone, there are others who are watching her coming, and the other voices take up a loud sh glad shout. There she comes, and that is dying. Hello, my name is Karen and I'm here to tell you the story of my daughter Rebecca. It was Tuesday the 16th of February 2016 when my life changed forever. 
It was half term and Rebecca had gone to stay with family friends in the New Forest. I had to work but was driving down on the Wednesday morning to join them. I'd received a call at 5pm from my friends saying that they had had a good couple of days and were looking forward to seeing me the next day. However, just three hours later, I received another call from my friend to say there'd been an accident and I needed to come right away. I was unaware of who had been in the accident. On the journey, I received a message from another relative saying we had all been told to go to Southampton Hospital. When I arrived at the hospital, I went to A&E and was taken to a room to wait for someone. When the police walked in, I knew that the worst had happened. They confirmed my fear that Rebecca had died in the accident. She was 15 years old. It is hard to find the words to describe how I felt in that moment. I went into complete shock. My heart was racing, I was hot and dizzy. I've never felt like that before. Basically, in that instant, my entire world came crashing down. All I wanted to do was to be with Rebecca and hold her. However, it was not possible for me to see her as I was told she was in another location. I had to return home to Surrey and it was almost a week before I was able to see her. What had happened and why was to come later. My friends were looking after eight children, five of their own, their niece, nephew and my daughter. They were aged between 15 years and eight months. They'd taken the children to a nearby caravan park to a children's disco and whilst the children danced, they sat in the bar and drank. They'd gone in two cars. The mum had five of the children and the father had the other three, including Rebecca. They were only there for about an hour, but in that time, he had consumed enough alcohol to put him more than twice the legal limit. On the four minute journey home, he lost control of the car crashing into a tree with such force, the car spun 180 degrees and traveled backwards several yards. My daughter was sitting in the front passenger seat and took the full impact of the crash. I have been told by the police that she almost certainly died instantly and did not suffer. And although I will never know for sure, I hope this is the case because the thought of her suffering alone is one of the hardest things I have struggled to find peace with. Those first few weeks and months following the accident, I was numb and in disbelief. It had just been Rebecca and I at home, as my two sons were both away at university. We were very close. She was a kind and generous young girl who cared about others. She had a wicked sense of humour and looked for the fun in everything. We were always laughing and joking together, and suddenly the house was silent and empty, and it was a very lonely time for me. When Rebecca died, I was consumed with a massive hole inside of me. The hole has not shrunk or gone away, but gradually over time, life has grown around it. I carry Rebecca with me always in everything I say and do. I miss her so much, as well as the significant anniversaries, her birthday and Christmas, day-to-day -day things happen that remind me she is not here. There are so many milestones that she did not get and it makes me sad that her life was taken so tragically, so early. I've attended this service every year. It is an opportunity for me to give thanks to the emergency services for all they do. The police especially were very supportive of me and my family from the initial contact, during the investigation, the court case and afterwards. In particular, my family liaison officer, Dave Hazlitt, who has been by my side throughout. 
It also gives me the chance to spend time reflecting with other families who are also grieving and share an understanding of sudden loss following road traffic accidents. I look forward to seeing you later for a cup of tea afterwards. Thank you. Karen, thank you. Thank you for sharing the story of Becca. It's so important that we hear these stories and are reminded of why we are here. Thank you. November is a month for remembering. Remember, remember the 5th of November springs to mind. But also, throughout the month, all around us, people have been wearing poppies a symbol that we remember those lives lost in war. But this afternoon, we come, possibly with some trepidation, to remember quietly those whom we have loved and who have died as a result of a road traffic incident. It isn't easy to remember when a remembering brings back the pain of our loss. It isn't easy to remember when the relationship we shared had its difficulties, or when we feel that there were things we wanted to do or say, but didn't get the chance. Sometimes remembering is the last thing that we want to do, or are able to do. So I want to say to all of you this afternoon, don't underestimate the courage that it has taken to come here today to gather with others who have experienced loss, to remember and honour our loved ones in whatever way feels appropriate for us at this time. The Christian faith has a strong tr tradition of remembering. As Jesus approached his own death, we're told that he shared a simple meal with his friends. He urged them to remember him every time that they that we break bread or drink together. He knew that he was going to die, but he wanted his friends to know that he would never leave them. Jesus invited his friends to remember him every time they ate bread and drank wine, an act of remembrance associated with life and all that lies ahead, not simply what lies behind. I know that for many of us here, there'll be times of day or simple acts that remind us of the person we have lost. It may be as we close the curtains at the end of the day, or boil the kettle to make a cup of tea, that we say good night or good morning to the one we still love. Sometimes the act of remembering will trip us up as we seem to forget what has happened. And at other times, the act of remembering is our greatest comfort and strength. When we lose someone dear to us, it's as though a jigsaw puzzle has been thrown up in the air and all the pieces have been scattered far and wide. As we remember, the pieces start to come together, only the picture isn't quite the same. We have to look closely at what is emerging, but there, in the new picture, 
is a possibility that we can still love the one we have lost and that the life we did share with them has made a difference to the people we are now. Many poems and readings and even theories on grief talk of how letting the dead go opens the way to finding them again. It's a paradox, and for some of us it may take many years to reach beyond the aching sense of loss. But every time we remember, we gather some of the fragments together, and the new picture starts to get clearer. It takes courage to remember. Take courage from our readings today from the Bible and the Quran, which talk of God healing the heartbroken and reminding us that where there is hardship, relief will also come. Memories don't just connect us with the past. You see, memories are also what connect us with the future, with hope and new life. As we remember, as the fragments start to come together and we see new possibilities emerging, may we become ever more aware of the bond of love that cannot be broken. We are going to move into our formal act of remembrance this afternoon. After a prayer for the act of commemoration, the petals that you were given today as you came in will be collected, a symbol of the loved ones and gathering them up to bring them here before God. And then we'll hear the names of those that you have come to be remembered read out. So let us remember before God all those who are in our hearts today, those whom we have known and loved, and those whose names are unknown to us, those who have lost their lives on the roads, those who have been hurt in their bodies, minds, and emotions, and all whose lives have been damaged in any way. Let us commend them to God's mercy and goodness, and let us surround them now with our own compassion and love.
Catherine Rose Hunt. Ella Charlotte Rose Alford. James Smith. Marjorie Parks. Jay Rages. Gary Groves. Lorraine Donna Hoyle. Andrew John Shanahan. James Henry Edward Lovabasa de Durrell. Mark Pinhorn. Paul John Russell. Alan Cooper. Anne Mary Goodrich. Paul John Goodrich. Hugh James Harper. Russell William Lee. Andrew Cuthbert. David Beresford, John Thick, Prashant Naik, Lily Catherine Butterfield Godwin, Shane Jamie Jeffries. Malcolm Williams, Michael David Poulter. Hayden Perrin, Damien Allen Cook, Jamie Roy Pinnock, James East, Kirsty Saunders, Carly Holloway, Paula White. Christopher David Suchart, David Marshall Turner. Jordan White, Malcolm Hall, Rebecca Marchant, Tom Watson, John Johnson. Michael Paul James, Arthur Holland, David Stephen Sullivan, Jason Paul Lucas, Roger Leslie Lee Scott, Maureen Capaldi. Benjamin Scott Ringe, Andrew William Street, Bogdan Adrian Alban, Melissa Ann Osborne.
all our laughter, all our sadness, safe now in God's hands. All our anger, all our gladness, safe now in God's hands. All our stories, all our memories, safe now in God's hands. Those we remember, those we love, safe now in God's hands. God of all creation, who cannot be contained by our boundaries, by our definitions, light from beyond the galaxies, sea without a farther shore, you are present in every place and in every moment in history. You are here and now. Help us to know this day that those from whom we are separated in death, but it's a long silence, it's aching absence, are each of them in your presence, that beyond our horizons, beyond our boundaries, beyond our understanding, they are held in your embrace. We pray for all who grieve the loss of a loved one who has died in a road collision. worship alone. We are always surrounded by great company of those whose life and light have touched our lives. Make us aware this day that they are with us and we are with them. We thank you for the light that shone in just one small corner of the world, for mothers and grandmothers, children, husbands and wives, neighbours, friends and colleagues, who gave us something never to be forgotten and share the love never to be lost.
We thank you for all who take risks and make sacrifices for others in their daily work, and especially for the men and women who work in our emergency services. Help us to honour and appreciate our police, fire service and ambulance service, and to bless them through their interactions with them our support of those known to us personally and our prayers for them. Be with them all today, enabling them to rescue all they seek to help. Restore a culture of respect and appreciation in our nation and inspire those who work in our emergency services to excel and care in equal measure. May we be quick to thank and slow to criticise those who risk so much for our safety. We gather up all these prayers in the words of the Lord's Prayer. We say together, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen.
to those whom I love and those who love me. When I am gone, release me, let me go. I have so many things to see and do. You mustn't tie yourself to me with too many tears, but be thankful we had so many good years. I gave you my love, and you can only guess how much you've given me in happiness. I thank you for the love that you have shown, but now it's time I travelled on alone. So grieve with me a while, if grieve you must. Then let your grief be comforted by trust. It is only for a while that we must part, so treasure the memories within your heart. I won't be far away, for life goes on, and if you need me, call, and I will come. Though you can't see or touch me, I will be near, and if you listen with your heart, you'll hear all my love around you, soft and clear. And then, when you come this way alone, I'll greet you with a smile and say, welcome home.
the delight of the body, in tastes and smells, in colours and senses, we remember you. In the stories and laughter, the gossips and secrets of friendship, we remember you. In the risk of vulnerability, the encouragement and the support, we remember you. In the depths of our sharing, the hopes and insights, the longings and dreams, we remember you. In our bones, in our flesh and blood, in our struggling, our playing, our living, we remember you. Please be seated for our final reading this afternoon. Love is immortal. Love is pure energy, and no matter how hard you try, you can never kill love. Because pure energy can't die, the feeling of love can fade, and the body can cease to give. But the energy created by love is immortal and continues to live. My thanks to you all for being here this afternoon on this very important occasion. Please do join us for refreshments afterwards, a chance to chat together and to continue our remembering. Refreshments will be served just down the corridor to my left in the hall. And when you are there, you also have the opportunity to collect a candle from today to take home with you to continue our remembering. And as you leave today, there is also an opportunity to light a tea light in memory of your loved one, should you wish to do so. Would you please stand for the final blessing? We are who we are today because of those whose lives touched ours. God does not ask us to forget those we have known and loved. But sadness has to be tinged with gratitude for lives that shaped us, for hands that held us, the voices that inspired us, believing that those we have remembered this afternoon are held in God's embrace. We trust that we will meet them again in a place where there can never be farewells. We pray together. God be in my head and in my understanding. God be in mine eyes and in my looking. God be in my mouth and in my speaking. God be in my heart and in my thinking. God be at mine end and at my departing. So this afternoon, the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit, be upon you and all those you love, pray and care for this day and always. Amen.